Ladies and gentlemen, hi, how are you doing? We're back Tuesday, May 12th with another episode of Chilling With Yourself Pod. It's your lovely host here, Jeff, Jeff Kemp, Jeff underscore Kemp 23 on the gram. Follow it. Um, today we're going to take you on a roller coaster of a ride. Uh, it's a little bit of a personal story of mine, but uh, there's uh, there's probably more ups and downs, peaks and valleys than... Uh, a classic roller coaster. Um, I'm going to try and do some things that tie it in and make it relatable for everyone. Um, but this one is a doozy. So today we're going to jump right into it and, uh, it's going to be about gambling. So real quick, ladies, before you tune out, um, you might have a dude in your life, you know, you might have a boyfriend or something who loves to gamble, sports betting, poker, whatever it is. Uh, I wanted to try, like, I wasn't sure how to do this, but I just thought of this a second ago before I started up. Sports betting in particular was like my thing for a while. Uh, I actually can tell you guys that as of today... I uh, I have not placed a bet in 146 days. Yeah, we we're at that we're at that level where I have a counter that tells me. Um, but I wanted to see how if I could try and make this like relatable. Um, so like, ladies, in order to keep your attention here, this is the analogy that I think I thought of. Um, imagine you're watching your favorite show, and I'm going to generalize here and say like The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whatever. Um, and let's say, you know, I'm sure some of you have maybe done like those bracket things, you know, let's say you were like, I bet $10 that Cody gets voted off tonight. And then the bookie was like, great. It's two to one odds. If you win, you'll get $20. And then that happened like four times the first time you ever did it. You would be like, oh my God, this show is so much better when I'm winning money. Um, that's what it's like when you bet on sports. Um, and then the thing is, is like, as you watch like either of those shows and then maybe you, you do like something like, oh, you know what? I... I'm going to place a future bet that like, I bet you Dylan ends up on bachelor in paradise and that pays way more. You're like, wow, this is incredible. Why have I not been doing this my entire life? And, uh, that's, that's the correlation for me to try to keep you around. That's what it's like. Like imagine watching the show, but then if you're right about something, uh, getting paid on it. Like that's, that's how I attribute it to that. Um, I was, I was, uh, I'm just going to say it. I was a hundred percent betting on any type of sport 
as far as like the major ones, mostly uh, basketball, football, and then, you know, college as well. And it was exhilarating. Um, You have no idea what it's like when you win. Like one of my, I'm going to tell you a couple peaks, couple valleys, and then just some moments where you're just like, this is when I knew I should have stopped, but I clearly didn't. Um, one of the first things that happened early on when I first got started in it, um, I should point out that like when I did it, it was through like a bookie, which like isn't legal, but like, isn't not legal. Um, definitely a gray area, like a shade of gray. I would say it's not full gray. There's probably a darker shade of gray that it is because it's definitely not a thing, but it's a thing. You guys get the thing. And uh, in my first year, beginner's luck was through the roof. Um, I can't describe it other than like, I think after the first year of betting, I was probably up, I would say maybe like seven or $800, like over the course of a year, which like isn't a lot, but like when you weren't doing anything for that and I'm just watching a game and then at the end of the year, I'm up that much money. I'm like, admittedly, this is going to sound so stupid now, but I actually thought at one point in time, I'm like, I'm probably the best gambler in the world and I'm going to be debt free in like six months because I'm so good at gambling. That was an actual thought that I had. Um, but boy, was I wrong. One of the first big wins that sucked me in, uh, I remember, was a, uh, a parlay that I did. Uh, for those that don't know, a parlay is when you string together um, you know, two, two or more bets. So if I said that um, you know, the, you know, the Lakers are going to be winning at you know, halftime and uh, the you know, Cubs are going to win their game, that's two games together. You parlay those together and the odds of winning, because there's more scenarios that can happen, the odds go down. The more things you do in a parlay, the higher the payout is. So I had like a seven or eight game NBA parlay and um, it came down to the last game and it was the... Uh, Memphis Grizzlies versus like I don't know some like whatever team uh and all they needed to do was win all they had to do was win the game Cody just needed to get voted out you know Dylan just needed to not get a rose like just one thing had to happen and then I went I went I think it was like 800 I think it was like 850 bucks on like a $25 bet and um it went to triple overtime so imagine watching The Bachelor and imagine um, the same episode got like to be continued like three times. That's what it would be like. Like you didn't lose the bet, but like you, you did, but you didn't. But like it's still in the balance. Um, it went to triple overtime. They won and I, I hit the parlay, which was incredible. And I was like, again, I am the best gambler that's ever existed. And I won $850 on this thing. And like, I don't watch NBA. I'm not a good, like, better. Uh, again, this is year one. You know, it's like any anything, you know, relationships, year one, honeymoon phase. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're so sweet. Oh my God, stop, you're so sweet. Like, oh my God, we're so great together. And then reality sets in. Once, once the hooks are in deep, reality sets in. And um, the following year, um, I had not been doing as well. And uh, I remember specifically a point when I was like, maybe I should get out. I was betting on an NFL game. And does anyone know off the top of their head uh, 
the percentage chance that NFL games end in a tie. Go ahead, take your time. If you want to Google it, go ahead. Uh, it's like never. It's like it's like zero zero one. That's probably too much. It is like point zero zero one percent of the time that NFL games end up in a tie. And uh, I bet on this game, and the game went into overtime. And uh, this is back when the Arizona Cardinals had David Johnson, and he was in his beast mode days and just incredible. And they got it to the one yard line and stopped them on fourth down. And when they went to go drive the field, the other team to kick a field goal and win the game, as time expired, the kicker missed and the game ended in a tie. That tie cost me $700. And I, I can only describe that feeling as um, like waking up in a coffin only to find out that like the coffin is filled with snakes and floating in the middle of the ocean surrounded by shark infested waters. Um, that's what it felt like. Uh, it ripped out my entire soul and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm not because that just doesn't happen. But the thing is, is when you're a gambler, when you're a gambler, those things happen and they happen all the time. The amount of times that I'm like, I know for a fact that this, this kicker is going to miss this field goal because I have the other team covering three at halftime, and that's just how the world works. I would say that happens no less than 85% of the time. Um, so fast forward uh, to you know 2019. Um, just to, you know, I'll even give you guys some perspective here. Uh, I, was, I was losing a lot of dollars, like, and I'm a broke bitch. I don't have nice things. I'm still wearing hand-me-downs. Like I, I should not have been spending money on, on gambling in any way, shape or form. Uh, so, I mean, we're probably talking an easy, like, I would say, I would say somewhere in the range of like three to 500, like a week, if you were to average it out, it wasn't that. So like some weeks it would be high. And then some weeks I would go and pay zero. But if you average it out, it might've been like three to 500 a week ish. Um, and I remember, uh, the last time I placed one, I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. And, uh, I was down like 200 something and I placed an all out wild, like halftime parlay for a hundred dollars to get me back to even. And I was sweating. Like I just ran, ran up the Hancock while it was on fire. I, it was the most nervous I've ever been. And it's just like you enjoy this rush of putting yourself through this anxiety ridden roller coaster only to realize that like the money I won got me back to zero. Like I didn't even win, you know? Um, it's just like an insane endorphin rush when you hit though, you know? When you hit a bet, it's, it's straight like dopamine it's straight endorphins i you you i mean i'm not gonna say try it because like it's awesome uh but it's a hundred percent addiction and drugs and shit like that it's the exact same 
the amount of times that I'm like, I'm done, I'm out, I'm out good, I'm out clean, don't even try me. First college Saturday football, I'm like, I'm back in, I've never left, I'm a winner, I've always been a winner, watch me do this. And then I would proceed to lose $400. Um, so yeah, so now I don't do it anymore. Um, which honestly, out of all the things to be like addicted to, like like sports betting and gambling in general has to be the absolute worst. Um, because like, do you know how many times people come up and they're just like, how much you want to bet? I can do this better than you. And it's like, I'll take it. What's the action? What's the line? A hundred percent. Yeah. Thousand dollars. I don't have a thousand dollars. Uh, ten bucks. I'll bet you ten bucks. You know, um, I wish I had seen the last dance earlier so i could have used michael's uh analogy where he's like i'm not i don't have a gambling problem i'm just overly competitive because that sounds way way better um but i think people know that that's totally not me and i'm not overly competitive i just want to you know i'll bet you 10 bucks i'm not competitive um that being said the biggest the biggest thing about it now is i no longer do sports betting one obviously sports are done and canceled uh but i stopped I stopped betting. Um, I used to say hilarious things to my bookie. Uh, for those that don't know what a bookie is, not to condescend here, but that's the guys that are, hey, I'm going to come to your knees with a baseball bat, all right? Yeah, I'm going to come with a baseball bat. I'm going to bust your knees. That, those are the guys that they injure you when you don't pay them their money. Um, so when I would pay my uh, bookie, or he'd be like, hey, man, send over the balance whenever you have it, and I would say like, I would reply back and be like, error 404, the subscriber you were trying to reach is no longer available. And then I just wouldn't say anything for like 20 minutes. And he'd be like, dude, what? And then I'd be like, ah, I got you. So like, I don't have to do, I don't have to, I don't have to pay it. Right. And, uh, then I just said, what was the next one? I would be like one time during Christmas when I had to pay, he's like, Hey, send over the balance when you can. And, uh, I was like, um, sweet uh just left the mall just returned all of my parents uh and my sister's uh christmas gifts so um you're welcome scrooge i used to just bust his balls because i was a loser uh, aka losing money uh but i had to have been just a great bread and butter client just just absolute garbage at betting um so needless to say in the second half of my career of sports betting i honestly i think i lost 85% of the bets I placed, which is incredible if you're looking at percentages uh, in, as far as gambling goes. Um, I will say this. I'm still a sucker for a casino. Uh, love them. Love them. They're great. They're good times. Uh, I'm going to tell you the biggest lesson about gambling is this. If you're gambling, you have to go in knowing that the money you're taking is lost. That is the kicker. So when you look at friends and you like might do that or whatever and, and you all go to the casino and one person's like, you always win. One, no, you don't always win. The difference is if I bring $200 and you bring $100, I'm willing to lose all $200 while you're willing to be like, I've still got 50 left. That's the kicker. If you're not willing to go to zero with the money you have, ain't gonna happen you gotta risk it to get the biscuit so uh i'm gonna tell you the last time that i remember uh being in a casino it was uh august september i think of last year um i was there with uh, a bunch of friends uh for a for ross and emma's uh like it was like a party uh uh, uh stock the bar party i don't know what it was called again but i was there and um we're all at the casino and 
I will say this. I had $200 in cash and uh, I was like, you know what? Financially, I could really use some money. So this is a sure proof, sure proof plan. Needless to say, I sat down at a table game. I proceeded to lose $100 very quickly. Uh, I would say give or take maybe 15 minutes. And then uh, I went to roulette, uh, electronic roulette, went to that. And I was like, this is 100% my game. I'm totally, I'm, I'm doing this for sure. And uh, put in like 80 bucks or something like that, or maybe 100 bucks. I might've put in another, the other 100. And um, playing, playing, and got it down to about 50, won it up to like 75, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the other two I was playing with lost everything and they were, they were done. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll cash out. And, uh, everyone's like, all right, we're getting ready to leave anyways. Like we're leaving here. And I was like, all right. And, uh, so I cashed out. I had, I had 20 bucks left and we're all just kind of standing around. And, um, I was like, what's, uh, what's the plan here? And everyone's like, oh, I think we're leaving. And I was like, well, I need to know because I have $20 in my hand and I'm still in a casino. And, uh, if we keep standing around here, I'm going to go place this on red 23. And, uh, I don't remember who said it, but one of my buddies was like bet. And I was like, dude, I'm in a casino 100%. Let's go, go over to the roulette table. And, um, I was being, I was a little intoxicated at the time, like not drunk, but I was tipsy. And I walked up to the table, like a, like a big shot. And I said, money plays. Money plays. And I put down one single $20 bill. And um, I said I would like that all on red 23. I looked to uh, the friend next to me. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Alex. And I said, uh, what's your favorite number? She said uh, eight. And I was like, great. And I was like, I would like to take one of those chips and put it on black eight, please. And uh, red 23, for those who don't know, that's, uh, that's my birthday, uh, May 23rd, coming up. Shout out birthdays. And uh, dealer spins it. Goes, goes, and guys, when you know, you know, okay? Uh, core, core rules, real quick, before I say what, what, what it landed on. Um, you never leave the table on a heater, okay? And uh, you, always, you always go with your gut and trust your instincts, okay? If you, got a, if you got a feeling, you got a vibe, you got to ride that wave, and you never leave a table on a heater, okay? So needless to say, spins it spinning around everyone's watching there's you know four or five of us and wouldn't you know it your boy won that thing hit red 23 for 15 dollars straight cash for those that don't know that pays out 36 to 1 odds so i ended up getting paid out like five something 500 plus dollars um pissed me off the most is that five dollar chip i took off and put on eight cost me about $200. That's how you know you're a gambler because I wasn't excited with the money I won. I was upset with the money that I lost. Um, but needless to say, I was willing to risk it all to get up. So I ended up leaving with plus $300 something that I came with. Um, needless to say, uh, you know, if anyone's, uh, you know, got a poker game that they want to play, if anyone's, you know, no, I'm just kidding. No. No, Jeff, you're not, I'm not, I'm kidding. It's not even that bad. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's, you know, anyone's got any questions on it, hit up your boy, really good at it, really good at it. And by that, I mean, like, I'll tell you how bad it is. Um, positive of the day, um, I ordered a uh, speaker, uh, this like new dynamite speaker that I can jam out to uh, on my birthday. Um, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, 
I had a glass of wine just now downstairs, just one, one, one little fancy glass. And, uh, that was very, very refreshing. Those are the positives of the day. Um, keep in mind, we've got advice, you know, WWJD, what would Jeff do coming up on Thursday? Um, submit anything to the email, chilling with yourself pod at gmail.com. I'll post something to Instagram right now. Anything you want advice on hit us up. Other than that, keep on keeping on, keep your head up. Have a great day. We will catch you tomorrow. Positivity always. Okay. Bye. Chillin'.